Hello, welcome to Pod of This Together. It's the podcast where we follow. Oh, nope. <laughs> this is not what we do. At this <laughs> we follow any, anywhere that you tell. <laughs> That's a different episode. Um, off to come up with one. Okay. Welcome to Pod of This Together, the podcast where we do whatever we want to. What's up with that? I'm Josh. <laughs> and I'm Dustin. And you should try to get invited to that Macy's Day Parade party with a view. Because today, uh, it's Thanksgiving month. And we're watching Seinfeld Mom and Pop Shop. <laughs> Mom and Pop Shop. Although, I want to be invited to Tim Watley's party instead of the Macy's Day Parade. <sighs> oh, I mean, yes. Can you, if, if you were to summarize this episode, what would this be? In your own words. George finds new fatuation with celebrity. Jerry is not as popular as he thinks. <laughs> and Kramer is just up to his same old hijinks <laughs> as always. And Elaine is pretty, she's pretty normal for herself too. That's oh, what I would yeah. say. And like, it wasn't as Thanksgiving-y as I thought. I'm gonna throw that out there first. Me too. Okay, anywhere I looked, it said this was like the Thanksgiving episode for Seinfeld mm-hmm. and you watch it and you're like, okay, they mentioned Thanksgiving like a few times. Not enough turkey talk. All right. Like it, like there was no, right. We looked up those, we looked up the episodes of well, best Thanksgiving episodes and it was on that list and it was high up on that list. It was in like the top 10. Right. Is Buzzfeed lying to us? <laughs> yeah. I, Brandon did find that article. So <laughs> you can't trust Brandon's articles, honestly. <laughs> no, that's I've said that for years. Um but yeah, like the it was the night before Thanksgiving, so I guess it kind of makes sense, or the day before, but there wasn't anything they had no turkey, like no yeah. meal or anything like yeah. that. I was expecting like a full on friends Thanksgiving episode. Those have good ones. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is this isn't it, but I'll still accept it for what it is. Uh, <laughs> what would what would you describe this as in your words? oh in in my own words? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> or just in in someone else's words? <laughs> I would say Thanksgiving pre Thanksgiving chaos in New York. I forget about the show. Like I don't know. I chose Seinfeld because. To me, this is ultimate, like, in your family's living room on an old TV. And it feels very much like at home for some reason. I don't know. It, it uh, Well, this was because it's like back in the day when, like, yeah. So it's late 90s, right? Or, yeah, early to late 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, we only had, we only had three channels where NBC, it's like, it's, of course, Seinfeld is on. Like, you just watched it with the whole family all the time. And friends. Like, you just watched all of those all the time. Yes. And nothing else. Never. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just didn't matter what you wanted to watch. Like, there was no Netflix to just be like, you want to watch something else? Right. Like, we only have four choices. Like, you would turn on the TV and it automatically go, and you're like, oh, guess we're watching this. <laughs> I, I love that as the impression of the song because that's yeah, such a good one. It's like, do 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 do
The actual description of this episode is George buys a convertible he thinks was once owned by John Voight. Kramer tries to save a small shoe repair business. Elaine answers a radio quiz, enabling Mr. Pitt to participate in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, that was the only Thanksgiving thing about this was that it (laughs) happened to be the parade. Right. Yeah, I guess that's everything I have to say about Seinfeld. Oh, no, (laughs) I love the New York vibe. Like, I forgot that, like, that was such... A part of the show oh that's like a huge part of it or like how do you i always i love seinfeld i think you know everybody does if you grew up around that time and like watched it with your family but like do you think it would even be a good show now is that a cat <laughs> it is it's my cat's oh my. ass trying to get on do zoom you think it would be... <laughs> do i think it i don't know i don't want to go i don't know I don't want to say too much. Like, like, well, because imagine, like, they're all, it's just about them living their lives in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of the hijinks of just, like, it's a show about nothing, right? It's just their lives and friends right. being friends and, like, trying to date and jobs or whatever. I just wonder now, like, the way Jerry and them date, like, imagine them talking about, like, texting or anything right. like that. Like, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be very good. It's not the same at all. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it could be done, though. Like, the same kind of humor, but... Yeah. Just updated? Yeah. I don't know. Seinfeld wouldn't be your guy for that show, I don't think. I don't think so either. It's the mullet, honestly. This opens up with this bit about cars, and we were talking about this earlier. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> it's, it's not a good... Yeah, he has so many good bits, usually right before the shows, that like he's a clean, comedic guy. But this one was just the car thing I did not get, where he's just like, what a weird name. La Barra. Well, it's like, I hope I don't buy a alimina or something like that yeah and you're like that's that's a stretch jerry like <laughs> they ate it up though they, yeah they just... i mean they're getting paid i guess to be on tv so <laughs> my whole thing is so i'm about to do my terrible jerry impression which is just basically like jimmy fallon doing jerry seinfeld but like i'm a little surprised like he didn't have like a like a thanksgiving joke he's like what's the deal with thanksgiving it's like you have dinner with people you don't even like the best part is leaving that's what you're oh thankful for like that could have been yes that's a bad, that could have been it maybe that's too easy for him i guess <laughs> okay so he has to go with cars <laughs> yes weird which i guess i guess the car thing tied into the the george thing right but like right. i didn't know that going in and i was just like what What is this yeah yeah that being said cars do have some dumb names (laughs) what have you had a car or like noticed a car or someone you knew had a car with a really dumb name the weirdest one that we had was like a ford taurus which isn't that kind of crazy but it's just a shitty car (sighs) no i don't know i'm blanking on like car names that are weird what do you so i had a car it was an oldsmobile and it was called a trophio so trophio (laughs) trophio so I I would always be like, Trophio, Trophio. Because like in the movie Pan, where they would say Rufio mm-hmm. all the time, I was like, yeah, Trophio. Uh, whenever it was like stalling and not able to make it up a hill. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's, it's kind of cool though. It's so unique. Yeah. yeah. You never hear about Trophios. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've <laughs> never heard of that car in my life. Trophio, more like a lemon though. all right jerry (laughs) what's the deal with car names we then get george at the car lot looking for a new car which i don't know why he's buying a car but yeah i'm guessing seinfeld was more 
they were kind of more connected than people think you know like friends i feel like were just random episode like you could just watch a random one now and it wouldn't have anything to do with like the other one except maybe the dating stuff but like this one i'm pretty sure they had a couple episodes where maybe he like needed to buy a new car oh gotcha because they were talking about he's like oh so you got a car you you got a car later they're like he's like i did i bought it well he's at the car lot looking at cars and he was gonna get a lebaron or whatever (laughs) lebaron until this car salesman makes an offhand comment oh yeah this was owned by john voight john voight the actor well he someone named john voight owned (laughs) this car they say that every time i don't know if you caught that this episode but every time and then everybody yeah everybody's like the actor the actor have you bought a car for a stupid reason that's pretty dumb to buy a car, but yeah. So I was I was going to ask you kind of similar question. Uh, like, would you buy, is there a celebrity? Like if somebody told you this was owned by whoever, and, but you, and you just would do it regardless, because it's a shitty car, but he was so enamored by the fact that it was John Boyd's car. I really honestly don't think that that would affect me at all. Like even if it were my biggest celebrity crush or whatever, I would still be like, yeah, but okay, I can afford this one. And this is the one I want. Like it has better mileage. I studied this for years. Like that's the kind of person I am. Yeah, you're you're too you have your mind made up. You're not I would just be like, that's cool. They probably, you know, didn't clean it very well. So I'm just gonna go with this one. Yeah, I think I would just be so skeptical, just like everybody else becomes later on in the show about the car. I'd be like, whatever. Like, how could you even prove you could maybe prove that, but like who cares? Who cares? (laughs) Well, George cares and he cares a lot. A lot. He buys it. I'm not going to lie. I had to look up John Voight, even though I know who he is. Oh, I was like, you don't know who John Voight is? But I know him primarily from Mouse Hunt. Are you familiar with this film? (laughs) Wait, Mouse Hunt? That's not the one. Go ahead and tell me what Mouse Hunt is, because I think it's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. There's, I can't even, it's, there's two guys. They like inherit a house and there's a mouse in it. And the mouse, like, tries to ruin them trying to fix this house. Okay, yes. Nathan Lane and them. And John Voight is a, like, mouse hunter who gets kind of, like, beat up by this mouse. He's in that movie? I'm pretty sure. Oh, there's a what? I would never, I don't think of, I mean, I think of John Voight as, like, deliverance or, like, I don't know, yeah, some of, like, all these good movies that he's in. I have to double-check that he's in this. If it's not, whoever's editing this has to... I don't think... Who was it? Who was it? I I don't know. Why can't I find who's in this movie? (laughs) Look at it. I I swear, maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Oops. I swear he was in this movie. No, never mind. Different guy. Oh, it's okay, Um, Josh. Okay. Well, fun story is not so fun anymore. (laughs) Yeah, so you actually just don't know who John Boyd is. I actually, now I'm I'm questioning everything. I would not ever buy a car just because someone else owned it. I think that's a little crazy, but that's who George is supposed to be. Right, he's very, he's very impulsive, right? Like he, that's why he always gets in trouble with anything. He thinks he's like so smart or is trying to be cool all the time. And he makes like these really dumb decisions that he thinks are going to pan out. And Jerry and Elaine just make fun of it, basically. That's his life. Uh, but a convertible, really? 
Yeah, when are you going to use that? I don't know. I don't even know if I would get a car in New York City. I don't know that either. I'm not into it. Like, it's a weird, like, he, the skeezy salesman is just like, oh, yeah, this is... And, like, he knows. You could tell right away. He was like, oh. Got him. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Really? Yeah. So he. So what? What? What happens next after that? Because then they go to. Is it Jerry's place? So he could like go tell him that he bought this car. Right. Um. But Kramer busts in and he's like, "You guys, there's this mom and pop shop on the corner. We have to save them. They're gonna go out of business. We have to give them our business. I'll just take your shoes there, and they can clean them up." So that's classic Kramer too, right? That's why I said like hijinks earlier because he's always kind of doing. He has like a guy for everything or like a whatever for everything who could like, he'll hook you up, Jerry. He'll hook you up and do this. And he's like, you got to give me your shoes. And Jerry's like, fine, take a, take a pair of shoes. <laughs> and he ends up taking like all of, <laughs> all of his shoes. He's, he's like, I don't even wear the type of shoes that need cobbled, which is so true. Have you ever gotten shoes cobbled? Absolutely not. I don't even know if I've seen like a shoe repair. Like, is that even a thing anymore? Uh, maybe like i don't even own nice enough shoes that i'd be like oh yeah i want these fixed and like you know you would just get new shoes <laughs> i think so that's all we get about this like shoe business at first we're just like okay what a shoe place okay take mm. my shoes yeah so yeah so he leaves and like goes and does that or whatever but that's when George like tell is it the, George like tells them right first he's like he's like well I got the car and he's like what'd you get and he's like a libera or LeBaron. they're like a LeBaron. owned by Mr John Voigt <laughs> and like, like Jerry the? is yeah Jerry is like not that impressed he's just like how do you know and which is so true like he didn't even think to ask them but you could tell it like it hits George in that moment of like oh how yeah how don't I know right he just bought someone's words and now he has a, a car <laughs> oh that's what he says that's you just reminded me he goes because that's he's like why would a guy lie about that why <laughs> you know why like why would he say john voigt like why wouldn't you say somebody else and he's like jerry's like well that's the genius of it he's like it's just <laughs> he's like he's just obscured to, right. be, to be accurate there's something about liam neeson too and they're like now if it were liam neeson however you would think about it like what yeah. Yeah, okay which is so wild to me i thought about that too because that just reminded me how old liam neeson is right. and how big of a deal he's been for a long time because i'm like what liam neeson is like bigger in the 2000s isn't he right i love i totally forgot there were so many cool cameos in this show too that were always fun you know yeah that's true um elaine is working apparently cleaning soft salt off of pretzels which okay um is ridiculous i this whole bit i was so dumb to me she like the radio's playing and it's one of those you know contests where if you can guess the song you get something free so she guesses mm. one of the songs acts just on her own and the prize is having your name on a parade float or like being able to be part of the parade you get to hold the string to the woody woodpecker macy's day par parade balloon i don't want so you're, that job. you're in the parade <laughs> well right nobody does <laughs> that's miserable. like that's like that's a five hours of just walking around I new york see. there was like I watched a video recently of like, I can't remember, I think it's Kermit or someone and like Kermit balloon crashes 
you know, Macy's <laughs> parade. And like, it's terrifying. And the people are like hanging on for dear life on this giant balloon. That's the le- last thing I want to do. Did you watch the Macy's Day Parade? Actually, yeah. I like, I enjoy it. Okay. Well, that was just going to say, like, there used to be a thing in our house. Like, we actually would watch that in the morning. But now I feel like I don't care as much. Excuse me? You're not going to sit there for four hours of high school bands <laughs> playing songs walking by? Yeah. From Pasadena, California, this high school band. You're like, that's great. Great. I feel like it's something I'm like, okay, I'll put this on in the background while I like clean and get ready for things. And it's mm. just going to be there to provide ambiance. But like, I'm not watching this. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was for our parents. Maybe they just like put us in front of the TV to watch oh. this so they could like cook and stuff True. while we were... Like, that makes tons of sense, actually. They do have, like, sometimes they'll have, like, the cast of this Broadway musical. And you're like, okay, I'll, I can stop what I'm doing and watch a free Broadway musical, sure. <laughs> like, right. Or that, yeah, they'll have, like, a music, yeah, musician or, like, an actual musician. Oh, yeah. Do a little song or something, which is kind of cool. And, you know, yeah. I like the balloons and stuff, too. But Woody Woodpecker, weird choice. Like, I got to hear your laugh, your Woody Woodpecker laugh. I can't remember how it goes. Oh, oh God. Have you ever seen? He's like, yeah, he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. oh, God. There was a while they remade the cartoon or something like that, and we're playing it like on Fox or something, one of the free channels. And I was like, oh, I'm so into Woody Woodpecker. And then after a while, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into this. No, that, that laugh is the bit for Woody Woodpecker is good for like a couple episodes i think and then you're like okay that's yep. annoying <laughs> not gonna binge a season right now i i love though that she was like having to take because mr pitts is like this super wealthy guy right mm. and i like that he's so particular that he's like why don't you just buy unsalted pretzels but instead he buys salted pretzels and it just makes her her job is to just clean them off like what? <laughs> i don't know and then like she's using her fingers right like not even like a paper weird. towel or anything and i was like are you really gonna eat those afterwards the 90s were weird i don't know if this ever reached like other parts of the country but where i live there was like a diet fad that were that was pretzels will make you lose weight so everyone in my city walking around with bags of pretzels yeah pretzels just eating that them doesn't all even day. make sense they're straight up carbohydrates like <laughs> yeah. it's the opposite thing you'd want but that was a trend in my city for some reason and i've never heard anyone say like they had a similar experience well no it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense and then you know those people are definitely buying the salted ones which is even going to be worse right than the unsalted ones like no one no crazy person is eating unsalted pretzels right those are just not good salt it's amazing it's amazing <laughs> But not as amazing as Elaine at picking out these songs on the radio. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. Uh, The boss picks up on it right away. And he's like, you have to win this contest for me. I love Woody the Woodpecker. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, yeah. So he's like this British, you know, uh, Mr. Famous Mr. Pitts, or I don't know if he's famous, he's rich or whatever. I want to hold the balloon, Elaine. Like, (laughs) I I have to be a part of that. So when the next song comes on, He's like badgering her. He's like, he's like, what is it? What is it? Do you know it? And she's like, I gotta, I can't I even hear it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so funny. So then she figures it out, calls, and I guess somehow she just happens to be the next caller. To right. right. She, yeah, she wins it. We love phone contests. I had never won one. Um, still, I'm salty about it. Salty as a pretzel. <laughs> Jerry 
and George are going to head out somewhere. Uh, he has a piece of gum on his shoes. And George is like, no, 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 no. You're not stepping in my car with gum on your shoes. Um, so Jerry goes back to change. <laughs> not John Voight's car. No. Not John Voight's car. No. Jerry goes back home to get new shoes. There's no new shoes. Absurd. <laughs> like, there's no, I would never in a light, like, in New York, no way. How long did it take to get from wherever he parked to that apartment? No, I'm not going back to get new shoes. I'd be like, right. I just take, just take it, it off. off. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but then we wouldn't get to see uh, Jerry wearing boots, cowboy boots. <laughs> right. So Kramer pops back in and it's just like, he's like, Kramer, he's like, why'd you take all my shoes? He's like, He's like, that's what you said to take him to the mom and pop store. He's like, I, not all of them. He's like, well, clearly there was a miscommunication. <laughs> Who would take all of their shoes at once? Well, um, and all he has is like sneakers, right? Because Jerry's a big like sneaker guy, like a tennis shoe. Right, person. right. And so like, I don't even know what the shoe repair people are really doing to those sneakers. Like there's, they can't be that bad. I love how when uh, Kramer went in to take the shoes, <laughs> Uh, he like gets a bloody nose and he starts laying back on the sofa and he's like oh wow those exposed wires like you need an electrician here like this place could go up in flames you have to get this checked out which they end up doing he probably knows a guy for that too yeah yeah so Kramer thinks he's like helping these old people and so they're like okay we'll call an electrician and that does not go well no they're like two thousand dollars to fix this wiring or else you get like fined it's not safe to be here in this building. And they're like, we've worked 40 years and like we tried so hard and like now we can't afford this at all. I want to know how mom and pop kept a shoe repair business open for 40 years, even in the 80s and 70s. Like, come on. That would be tough. Jerry kind of learns that he's not invited to this party that everyone else is invited to. This is Tim's party, right? Tim Watley's party. That's so because Tim Watley calls Jerry to ask for like Elaine's and George's address to like invite them to the party. This is also in the time, guys, when you had to send formal invitations to parties like, oh, via, weird. via like mail or like a phone call like a week ahead, like a week in advance to be like, guys, I have a party. I can't imagine that. Like, I, I feel like I get anxious over a Facebook event still. So, like, having to, like, call someone and be like, still. I'm uh, having a party. You can come if you want to, or if you don't want to, it's fine. Facebook ones are a little intense, though. But, like, now I feel like nobody cares enough because you know you're going to get, like, five people immediately are just going to be like, yes. And then there's going to be, like, a couple that say no. And then there's just going to be 40 maybes. <laughs> And you're like, okay, so 40 knows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, well, I really can't plan. I think it's going to be between 5 <laughs> and 30. <laughs> I have no idea. Right. Uh, but yeah, Jerry's not invited. I mean, he's not not invited, but he he's wasn't the... given an invitation. <laughs> right. So I do actually, is this kind of like where we should talk about, like, he's trying to figure out if he is invited or not, like, compared to, like, what, like, Elaine... So he's like, she's like, Elaine, ask, ask him if I'm invited. And she's like, she's like, oh, why would Jerry bring anything? And he's like, ooh, is that what he said? Or like, which word did he emphasize? Was it, why would, why would Jerry bring anything? Or why would Jerry bring anything? <laughs> yes, trying to grab any information you can as to 
Are you invited? Yeah. Yeah, like the emphasis, this is actually, so this is a better bit than his car bit because this is like an actual social thing that's like, right. it does matter what that person said though. Like right. For sure. Yeah. And so he's just calling it out, like picking up on like social cues. I'm like, maybe he just didn't mean to not invite me or he's like assuming that I'm invited. Or if he says like, Jerry, it's like clearly he doesn't want him to come. The thing is though, he asked for his friend's he asked Jerry for Elaine's number, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, he knows, can you ask someone for someone's number and then for a party, but then not invite the person of the number you asked for? I would say you can, but that's super sketch. Like not a, not a good move. Right? So I think it's safe to assume Jerry should have been invited out of, out of social decency. I I agree. And then, well, like, why would Tim Wally like, why would he invite like Kramer? Like Kramer got an invite. Oh, true. <laughs> and you're just like, like they only know him. They only know Watley through Seinfeld, right? Or Jerry, I think to begin with. And so unless, I mean, it does happen, I guess, where you become like friends of other friends and kind of can hang out with them like separately, but just didn't seem like one of those cases. Right. Okay. So Jerry finally gets in the car with George, right? He starts looking through the glove compartment and he finds this owner's manual that has john foy in it except john is spelled a little bit differently there's an h there yeah and classically guys we know john voight is spelled j-o-n you know from his time in mouse hunt <laughs> right <laughs> no wrong <laughs> yeah not <laughs> but, uh yeah which is like a big deal so jerry just starts laughing because he like He's like, oh, oh, yes, this definitely was John Voight's car. And then George is like, get out. Get, just get out of the car. If you're not going to appreciate this, get out. <laughs> right. Just, yeah, just ruined his coolness again. If, have you ever had to kick someone out of the car or got kicked out of a car? No, they always show this in like movies and stuff or shows where you're just like, get out, stop right now. Like I've never, ever been on that point to where like we just stop in the middle of the street or wherever we're going to be like, right. It'd be, that'd be really intense. And to be like, find your own way back or wherever. Jerry just is like, he's cool that he's like, fine, whatever. He's like, you're, <laughs> he's like, you don't have, I know, I keep accidentally doing the whatever. Uh, yeah, he, he's just like, he's just like, eh, whatever, see you later. Like, like, just is fine with it. And George is like clearly pissed. But like, if you were actually friends with that person, I don't think we would be talking like for a week at least. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see you around for a while. Well, I mean, Jerry thinks he's fine, but he's actually standing in like kind of a sketchy area in cowboy boots in winter. And apparently that's all you have to be doing in this area to piss someone off is just wear cowboy boots. I mean, he did look like a silly cowboy. He did because he he's got like his like normal jacket and like weird 90s like sweater or flannel that he's wearing you know like that were just big and like yeah he looks tucked like in just a and... weirdo yeah tucked into his pants he i kept thinking he looks like woody from <laughs> toy story like almost exactly without a hat but he should have had a hat he should have oh. i don't even remember what those people say but they're just like they basically just start ragging on and be like oh what are you doing in the city cowboy something <laughs> like like stuff like that so he starts running away and like skids on the ice 
and I think he's supposed to fall. Like I didn't see him fall, but like apparently he fell. Oh yeah, I don't think yeah. Maybe it was implied because yeah, it looks like he gets away, but super slowly because he just he's like can't you know cabo boots don't have much grip on the bottom with the like concrete. No traction. <laughs> no traction with the ice. Maybe yeah, should are... see a cobbler. You know how some odd traction. <laughs> you know I know a a store for that <laughs> mom and pop store. Oh yeah, so this is where we were talking about earlier, I guess, with like Elaine. She doesn't think he is invited. Right at this point. It doesn't sound good for Jerry. And she wants, Elaine wants to go to Watley's party because he's a dentist and handsome and she wants him to like go out with her. Like she's like, why doesn't he ask me out? We should also mention she is at, she's trying to claim her reward for this, for the parade. And in order to do that, she Mm. had to go to a Dixieland bar or something. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a Dixie, looks like a diner or whatever, where they just have like live music. And I don't know why they would have to be there at that specific location. Like, why wouldn't she go to the radio station? But whatever. Um, But the funny, I found this scene kind of funny because of the people who also won, you know, called in to answer songs or whatever because that's what they were talking about they're like which song did you answer and she's like whatever (laughs) like i answered this like she doesn't care but you can tell that all of these people that's all they were going to talk about for an hour was like oh yeah no that song was that song she's like i don't know i'm just trying to win this thing like try just need this for my work (laughs) like it's not even for her she doesn't care it's yeah it's for mr Pittman or whatever kramer comes back and he's like sorry jerry all your shoes are gone i went by the mom and pop shop they're closed there's nothing there (laughs) skip town they They took everything they skipped town (laughs) he's like they just left jerry they left and to top it off they weren't even married they weren't even a mom and pop shop (laughs) yeah they didn't even have any kids (laughs) oh my gosh yeah Elaine is like, so wait, you're telling me you thought this was a 40-year plan that they had in place to kind of trick the neighborhood into giving them shoes? Yeah, um, yeah. her explanation is the best because, yeah, Jerry and Kramer are all wrapped up in this conspiracy theory of like, they weren't even mom and pop. They were just doing this the whole time to steal people's shoes. And she's like, okay, so they started a business 40 years ago, <laughs> moved, moved into the neighborhood, almost ran it into the ground to then get Jerry's Seinfeld shoes. Oh, right. And they're, and they're looking at her like that. They're like, exactly. Oh, yeah. I do, I do love that. That was a, that was a good part of this. She's like, mm-hmm, okay. She's like, that's stupid. She's like, it's not that stupid. Oh, here's our cameo. Kramer, running around New York, as he always does, happens to see John Voight run out of a building, hail a cab, and then Kramer's like, wait, wait, Mr. John, and put, puts his arm in the window of this cab to, like, stop John from leaving. And you know, the only sensible thing someone could do in this scenario is to bite their arm. <laughs> <laughs> right like especially like a famous person or a celebrity like that like that's not gonna be their first <laughs> yeah so i think he's trying to stop him right to I, probably to ask him be like oh, my friend just bought your car and whatever that's what it seems like john Boyd is like he thinks he's a crazy fan or whatever and he's just like Hey, he does say, hey, he's like, hey, buddy. And so Kramer keeps coming at him and he goes in the car. And I just, I love that Seinfeld's so good about this too. Like all the cameos, the person that cameo usually does like a really weird thing. And this is like, he bites his arm. Like what? It's so unexpected. I was, yeah. 
I did not know that was going to happen. <laughs> and then the cab driver just takes off. <laughs> My COVID brain, though, was having a hard time with this. Because I was like, you could get sick from just biting <laughs> someone's arm. Like, don't do that. Oh, there's a lot of not COVID friendly things in this episode. <laughs> they ha- they didn't know. It's fine. They didn't know. Well, before, you know. Exactly. So this is also the key to the bite, though. They had to do the bite thing because in also in the glove compartment, they found a pencil, right? When Jerry was like looking through the thing and it had bite marks on it and george was like oh my gosh that's john Voigt's like teeth like this pencil he probably bit it and, <laughs> and so now they have this yeah that theory of like he has the bite of john Voigt on his arm and now george has the pencil that maybe john Voigt bit and now it all comes down to this they just need to compare the pencil mm-hmm. and the bite mark on his arm and guess what they're going to a party with a bunch of dentists there. A bunch of dentists. They're going to have professionals look at this and confirm. Ooh, question. Jerry tells Elaine earlier that she's like, he's like, you don't want to go out with Tim Watley. He's a dentist. She's like, yeah, I know. Great job. She's like, no, they're going to be judging like how you brush your teeth all the time. So, so my question to you is, would you date a dentist or why would you not want to date a dentist? Oh, God. I mean, I'm not that shallow that I would not date a dentist because they're a dentist, but dentists have like high suicide rates. <laughs> and what? so like, oh, is that a fact? <laughs> I think it is. I'm going to say no. <laughs> oh, wow. Caller number nine. What's the I'm profession so with the sorry. highest suicide rate? <laughs> um, uh, dentist? <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Oh, wrong. Yeah. Thanks for care worker. Yeah. <laughs> um but also yes, I don't want anyone being like, Whoa, you woke up and then you drank coffee. You need to like brush your teeth right away to prevent stains. I'd be like, please shut up. Like, let me just drink this coffee. But just think they could maybe they would fix the acidity your of that orange juice you just drank really eats at the enable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or they would actually make you floss. And I'm like, I'm not doing that, guys. <laughs> Come on. You'd have like a water pick, an electric toothbrush, a whitening system for every night. That's true. Yeah, it would be a lot of pressure, honestly. Or like if you had bad breath, they would like not kiss you and you'd be like, fine, fuck you, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. My luck would be, I would hopefully date the, the you know, four out of five dentists recommend all these things. I want to date the one out of five that doesn't recommend any of oh, that because right. he's a very, he's a very chill dentist. She's very chill dentist, whoever. Right. Like, what would, what would they be recommending? <laughs> I don't know how they even passed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we don't trust Crest. I don't know. I don't even use toothpaste. That's the one dentist that I want to hang out with. They sound cool. I make my own toothpaste. Yeah. What do you use? I use unsalted pretzels, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. That's why your teeth are so brown. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. Is is that why his jaw hurt? Maybe that is why he fell. I totally forgot why his tooth hurt. Yeah, they don't really explain it. There's just a scene. He's icing his jaw, and Jerry's like, yeah, I fell wearing cowboy boots, you know, in the ice. Um, and he's like, I need someone to look at this. Like, and all the dentists are closed because it's Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, so 
which this doesn't even make sense either because right so then kramer again great idea was like well you know the party's gonna have a lot of dentists you should probably go and get it looked at by all these dent like somehow figure out a way to get to this party even though you're not invited but my thought is this like even if he goes it gets it looked at let's say something's really wrong they're not gonna do anything at the part like right <laughs> it's still gonna hurt i don't yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know um, but no, now Jerry has multiple reasons to go to this party because he's supposed to be invited, maybe, and there's dentists there. Jerry walks in and he's like, are you a dentist? Are you, are you a dentist? You're a dentist? Oh, God. <laughs> this was the best part of the whole it episode. It really was, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, he's going, I thought about that too. I was like, what a weirdo. But we've all been there where you're trying to like hint at something to maybe somebody. But he's just like, he's like, almost like he's trying to do a drug deal or something. He's yeah. just like, but he's not even saying are you dentist he's just saying dentist dentist the guy's like yeah what no how how would you respond if someone was like dentist you're just like what are you dentist he has like what like three or four people and just being a weirdo and then he like sees tim watley and he just because he's trying to avoid him too which is Mm -hmm. so weird like how do you avoid the the host of the party in a small new york apartment too like you're you yeah elaine is there but she cannot hear a thing after sitting next to a band playing brass instruments um so she has this moment where tim is like hey i'd really love to um go out with you sometime and she's like no <laughs> yeah <laughs> right so yeah he first first he's like hey elaine i'm really glad you came and she's like what and he's like i really came and she goes mm-hmm. like not like not that excitedly of like because she's just trying to figure out and then he kind of has a plate in his hands and i think she thinks he's offering her food she doesn't want that food or whatever that he has so that's why i think she says no but yeah you're right he's at he finally she's at he's asking her on a date which is what she wanted and she's like no i mean yeah it's it was good that was so good and then what she has this like weird statue thing or like a plaque Oh, it's part of the award for the for the radio thing. So they get an award for answering a question right and also get to hold the balloon string you know the what? next day. I don't make up radio rules, but yeah. I wouldn't even want that award. I'd be like, what does it say? <laughs> it was the the tower of something. Was it the Empire State Building? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it I think it I think it was. Oh, um, yeah. She sets that on the ledge though. That doesn't Yeah, yeah. So she sets that on the ledge. Um, wait, what else is going on at this party, though? Oh, they finally... Um, right, so they... Now, after Jerry is being, like, a weirdo and, like, maybe finds a dentist to talk to, he's, like, convincing a dentist to, like, look at his mouth. That's when Kramer and George are going around the party being, like, okay, could you tell... Like, you're a dentist, right? Like, could you look at my arm and look at teeth marks and also look at this pencil and see if they're the same teeth marks. And like the, the one lady's like, it's possible. And then he's like, here, here's his arm. And he's like, where's the pencil? And of course, Tim somehow got the pencil and he has it in his <laughs> mouth. Uh, and then he's like, that's John Voight's pencil and his teeth marks, like we have to compare. And he's like, oh, you know John? Like, yeah, I know John. Uh, he just sold his car, the LeBaron. Yeah, you got it? Oh, cool. Like, you know John? 
Voight the actor? And he's like, no, John Voight the periodontist. <laughs> the periodontist. Such a good line. Yeah, John Voight the periodontist. Oh, man. And George is just, George is just crushed. But yeah, they're like so pissed off at Tim Wally for like putting that pencil in his mouth, which again, COVID time, pre-COVID times. True. Because <laughs> he's just messing with the tea parks. He's like, I know John. It's just so funny though. It's like how New York is so huge, but like this show is big on like these really weird occurrences that of course they all kind of somehow know each other. And like, right. Like, of course, there's a John Voight that this guy knows that he went to dental school with that George right. bought his car. We should say, by the way, Tim Watley is Brian Cranston. I It blew my mind. I didn't even, I didn't know that until I watched this again. And I was like, oh, that's Breaking Bad. Yeah, and he's in, like, he's in a few seasons, an episode. Like, he plays Tim Watley, like, multiple times. Like, he's definitely a side character. I never realized that. But I guess we should say that the Jerry thing, right? Like he pops the balloon. Oh God. Yes. He's sitting back, opening his mouth, trying to get a, do- a dentist to look at his mouth, puts his <laughs> arm up on the window, which hits the empire state building trophy, which falls down and destroys Woody the woodpecker. Right. Cause it's the night before Thanksgiving and they're trying to get the balloons already and whatever. So the next day when Elaine's boss gets to hold the string to the balloon or whatever the woody woodpecker balloon it's like they're barely keeping it up it's like in deflating on them because of the punctured hole right (laughs) i loved how they just used some like kind of random footage of balloon floats too that's what it seemed like (laughs) it did well also that statue would have left a pretty significant sized hole i think in that balloon and it took all night for that to like deflate like right (laughs) no way but they see this on tv jerry and kramer that's what they're watching the macy's day parade and are like right they're like who's that guy trying to hold up that woody woodpecker <laughs> i don't know it doesn't look like they're having a good time jerry also gets a phone call which is from some rando who's like um is this jerry seinfeld i just bought your shoes <laughs> how, how, how does he have his number i don't know how do you just how do you just look that up yeah man yeah yellow pages he must have had a listed number at the time but like i would be called who wouldn't be calling jerry seinfeld right yeah they're in like rhode island or new jersey or something like that yep persippany new jersey oh wow Mm -hmm. um so of course we're gonna go take a road trip to get the shoes back right uh-huh yeah (laughs) yeah because this guy is like oh i got your shoes at a garage sale is this accurate and he's like Uh uh-huh yep so i'm wondering if he's like letting that guy keep whatever the one pair of shoes he's like probably he's just like i need to know where this thing is yeah where's the yard so this is this is genius though because they're making fun of the john voight thing right of like people being enamored with celebrities and like oh john voight the actor i think they're making the case of like oh jerry seinfeld the comedian i have his shoes now how cool right i I love that little joke of like i think they're trying to say like who cares this is stupid like right yeah there's another bit at the end where they're in the bus and kramer's like having a moment and he's having a nosebleed and he's like i don't think i'm doing so well and like Jerry tries to comfort him and it's like sad music playing. And then Kramer like pushes him off. He's like, what are you doing? Stop. So I'm guessing, so I actually do know this bit. I'm guessing you maybe don't under- get this reference. No. What is this from? John Boy, the movie. 
Midnight Cowboy. Okay. It's like him. It's like him and Dustin Hoffman, I think. And John Boyd's this like guy from like Tennessee or Kentucky, like cowboy. He's cowboy, and he like moves to the city with Dustin Hoffman to like try to become a big star and like whatever. And it just doesn't work out. They're in like a bunch of hijinks and he like he ends up working at like a male strip club i think or something like i don't remember it fully or becoming like a gigolo or something but like that's the point where dustin hoffman gets like ill or sick or is beat up and he's like i'm i'm, I'm broken i'm broken and, J- and that's what kramer's like look at me jerry i'm a mess like oh i'm a mess and, and he tries like, <laughs> and they're on the butt and it ends with very sad you could just tell it's like new york just kicked their ass and now they're gonna right. have to like probably leave the city to like try to figure out their life again good that's basically what happened there and then yeah that song is was playing at the end of the movie oh well. it's the same song okay mm-hmm. wow that was seinfeld though and guys we just i mean like we said that wasn't like where was the turkey where like, we was didn't the even <laughs> there was no family meal what i wanted what i really wanted which i i should have known because i i've been seinfeld enough to like remember this episode when I started watching it I kind of remembered it like I, what I wanted though was like George's family I think like you know how George oh, and his yeah, dad like his fight parents. all the, like I wanted that like a fight at okay, like a yeah. Thanksgiving meal with like George's dad calling him a loser or something like that yeah something like that but I I can appreciate a show that kind of skirts around actually giving you like that what you'd expect and like it just kind of mentions Thanksgiving. Like it's there, it's part of your life, you know? Well, cause yeah, some people, you know, if you're a dentist, you probably don't have a place to go for Thanksgiving. And maybe, maybe you don't want to, maybe you don't want to, maybe you don't want to bring it up. That's, that's what Seinfeld is just like, it's just a part of your life. Not a big deal. Yeah. Not, not a big deal. I, that, that is true. I do have an appreciation for shows that kind of like don't do that. But I also love shows that like purposely have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episodes every, like a Bob's I, Burgers. Like they I'd be surprised, surprised if there wasn't an actual Thanksgiving Seinfeld moment. We're going to have to do some research. We'll do more research. But this is one of those episodes, okay? This is, Yeah, this was one. <laughs> I still think it was good. So I guess this is where we should ask, like, so would you watch this again? Like, would you watch this specific episode? And do you recommend Seinfeld overall? Interesting. Wow. We're asking tough questions. I feel like if you... Would I watch this again? Sure. Uh, it was fun. It was like 20 minutes and a lot happened. And there were some funny parts. Would I recommend Seinfeld? If you've never seen it, I don't know if it's too late to like start. Because it's kind of like specific humor, specific era. I don't know. Is it for everyone? I don't know. Try out a few episodes. That's all I can say. How about you? You probably know more about it. What if someone... If I were to start Seinfeld right now, like what, where would I start? Like, is there a specific season or? No, I mean, I'm a big, like from the beginning guy of like shows generally. So I would say gotta probably start from there. But I mean, this, like a lot of sitcoms, I think probably hit its stride, probably like somewhere in like the middle. I think there's like what, like eight to 10 seasons. So probably like four or five is when they're probably at their peak or whatever, because the characters are fully whoever they are, but I just, I just don't, I love Seinfeld and I like friends even, or like, I love all those shows, but like, I don't think either of them really hold up as much as like we would think they would. These are now the shows that are on Nick at night. Back in the day, we were watching like Three's Company or whatever, like all these other old shows, the Cosby show that my parents like loved. And it's like, 
right like those wouldn't really hold up and like now is anybody even watching like three's company or anything like that like why would you like all in the family all that stuff right they kind of feel like they feel like they're made for a certain time in the world and it's like it's okay to go back and watch them but like if you're not in that time of the world then it feels different (laughs) they're very they're very 90s early 2000s shows friends in Seinfeld and I I appreciate that about but I I will say I guess maybe I'm wrong though because I never watched Frasier for the longest time even though I wanted to like as a kid my parents never like watched it and I watched that as an adult like a couple years ago like did that all the way through and I loved it and it was just like I was like this is great but like that's maybe the same kind of thing it's like oh i feel like i missed out i've seen it though and like i knew what it was though back in the day so it's like if you've never seen seinfeld though and don't know what it is i don't know if you're gonna like it right it's harder to recommend how do we wrap this up Uh, if you want to get invited to our thanksgiving party you can send us a message on social media at twitter potted together facebook potted together send us an email potted this together at gmail.com And don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts.